0: It's Cork Stats powered by the Mayo Media Net here on YouTube and presented by Jock Market. Download the Daily Fantasy app for free. Use the promo code MMN for free. They're going to match the first hundred bucks for free. And if you've been rolling with me, you've been getting P... AID in the shade, baby. How about that? It's the big dude with the big mouth with the big apple, big Johnny stud coming to you worldwide as always from Brooklyn, New York. Coming out the chair as always from Brooklyn, New York. What's up, everyone? Yes, yes, y'all, and you don't stop. Yesterday was pretty good. We wrapped up really strongly with that total base prop work at the end of the day those kind of split schedules can be really tough i was really into singer yesterday that rain came in and yikes that one went off the rails lance lynn kind of dunked in our face but such is life in the big city here we're doing it yes yes y'all with the fastest show in mlb absolutely anywhere you can take that bad boy to the bank with the tree pillars of profit it's daily dfs jock market overlay into total base props we're going to do fantasy because we had the trade deadline today we'll be doing the hitter leaderboard tomorrow we'll do the waiver show ads at 10 12 and 15 team leagues every single position trying to be all things to all people come on you know how we do me and you the cork stats crew rate review and subscribe to the audio only pod please and in a little bit hopefully after i've earned it i'm going to ask you for a cartoon finger in me so let's get down let me try and earn those likes because they mean a lot more than they should and if you appreciate all the stuff we're bringing to you, it begins here at Cork Stats, of course, Mayo Media Net. You follow me over onto Twitter at MLB Moving AVG on the Bird app, and then on Patreon as well. Don't forget it, it's not Patreon, it's FreeTreon for you and MeTreon. And if you appreciate it, holler at our boy, Patty Mayo, the man on the marquee. He is just the best to work for to work with to work around he really is so cool if you thought i was cool he's got me by the nth degree you tag him let him know how much it means to you to get the employee team totals starting pitcher ranks i mean every single thing i don't know if there's anything left for us to do we run the algo we score the games you get price settings for jock market because of course that's really really important let's get into that we'll explain it a bit further baby 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 here we go it's the eight four run it back stack attack with johnny mack here we go it's the philadelphia phillies from broad street those fighting phils up against paulo espino 378 era 125 whip generally not we go what we go after 735 ops hang with me you know i got something for you 18k to 5% walk really kind of boring single digit and strike rate. now we're talking about the stuff we get into 54% first strike too low 30% chase rate too low 89% in zone contact rate is too high and then when you get in the zone too many fly balls at 47 and a more than 9% bow rate has been the reason for that 1.6 home runs per nine but of course when you come to roll with us at Cork Stats I mean nuance and context at the center of all analysis especially this point in the year it's really really important we've seen the sell-off happening teams jettisoning talent and now that creates vacuums for playing time that must be filled now the good teams have embarrassments of riches which makes it hard for fantasy players maybe not so much for daily plays unless you're me right because you're waiting for the lineup but in those bad lineups What's going to happen? Like, what's going to happen in that fill? And we've seen that in Washington. Check it out. So, Espino started the year as a reliever, 27 innings pitched. He had a 2 0 3 ERA, 1 0 whip wowza. Then they moved him up into a starter as they started selling off everything that wasn't nailed down as a starter. 5 ERA, 1 4 whip, 2.5 home runs per nine. All the stuff we're looking for. And then, as a starter, remember, Velo tends to dip, Arsenal's tend to be used differently it's been a really rough go especially against righties the vast majority of hitters have a 338 batting average 1031 OPS against Espino as a starter remember you really got to separate starter from reliever they are very different one of the ways that season stats can get you in trouble but we're doing the best we can to bring you all the details And the last tool we didn't mention, maybe the one everyone's favorite, is the starting pitcher sheet. I try and put it out right after the show. If I forget, you can just tag me. I mean to put it out right after the show. It's done. I use it to build these arguments. And I think it's probably the best pitching tool on the web. I mean, it is very difficult to do. The sources come from everywhere. They take a very kind of nuanced and personal touch, and I'm very proud of it. So check it out every day, again, on Twitter and Patreon, where you can get all this kind of goodness. So the problem again is that fastball to righties, 42% use, 615 log 18% whiff. Again, that's my own triple slash for pitches, usage, contact, whiff rate. Makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? I'm not that smart, remember. And four home runs against the fastball. So give me JT realmuto Bit of a slow start. He's getting up off the mat. I'm expecting a very strong second half from him. Remember, it's not about being hot, it's about sine waves. These are excellent excellent hitter who kind of went through a bit of a downswing and you know not terrible but not great what do we expect him to be very very good when he starts showing those signs you want to back this guy last 25 plate appearances against righties for jtr the triple slash for hitters batting average iso ops remember we use iso because ops includes walks which will hurt you for total base prop so again as we try and cover the entire battlefield all at once makes it really makes it a bit more efficient a bit more effective let's say to incorporate iso for total base props so let's get into JTR 333 batting average 190 ISO 940 OPS check 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 the ISO may be a touch low for total base props keep that in mind against fastballs year-to-date remember he's going to see 42 percent usage against fastballs year-to-date JTR from righties even more particularly 51 hard hit 11 barrel 382 expected woba and then to castellanos who also same thing he is a very good power hitter it can be tough adjusting to new environments the philly ballpark has not really played up for him the way we thought it might but he's looked very good the last like week or so last 22 plate appearance against righties 429 190 10 74 that 429 ba really popping but more importantly underpinning statistics when we look at individual pitchers Try and zoom out for the entire year because the sample tends to shrink. So against right-handed fastballs on the year, this is Castellanos. 64 hard hit, 20 barrel and 3. Shamalama ding-dongs. I have a feeling he's going yardo today. All right. That's the first stack in the first Pillar, those fight and fills. Then let's get over to the Astros going up against Zach Polisak. Polisak on the season. 433, ERA 13, whip 709, OPS Again, these are not really the type of kind of garbage metrics we're going after. It's a very limited slate. But again, I think I have a pretty compelling argument here. Let's get after Polisak. He's really kind of vanilla and a bit of a jag when you look at the year to date, right? When you see JAG, just a guy. 17% K is meh. 6% Walk is okay. But it's meh with a 17% strikeout rate sure he's not walking guys but he's also not striking him out that's what it means there's a lot of contact being made keep that in mind 86% in zone contact rate again right around average a bit worse again I don't want to misframe this but the quality of contact because the misses for Plesac are bad the quality of contact allowed is excellent for the hitter side 43 hard hit 11 barrel a 427 expected robot on contact now remember that's a isolated contact metric that really matters when we're looking to describe specifically this again part of the picture sheet so be careful try not to be throwing columns away if you understand how all these things work you'll get exactly the story that i'm trying to tell with it it really is pretty detailed and again if you watch the tutorial video uh tagged you know just a few minutes on how to build these arguments think of our bet as a case to go in front of a judge we need to be as compelling as possible and then the outcomes out of our hands when the jury and the judge may not side with us no matter how good we do and vice versa but if we win a case on a bad argument that should not make us want to you know forward go forward I should say with bad arguments that's not how we that's not how we do it so all right let's go up against police stack. Looking very vanilla, very poor contact, and the fastball again at the center of it is very poor. 42 use, 658 X slug, only 14% whiff. That's a, as bad as you're going to see anywhere. 16 extra base hits allowed against that pitcher. Give me Bregman getting up off the mat lately. He was excellent last 32 plate appearances against righties. 14% barrel, 355, 258, 988 cork strats triple slash wowza remember let's stop real quick 258 iso is a 26% extra base hit rate so if you expect him to get four plate appearances against a righty we should be expecting two bases bit of a math remember i'm a bit of a yo-yo myself in that span two doubles and two home runs keep in mind he's also on the road for total base props the reason i'm mentioning that he ended up on the bubble on the outside this will end up on the sheet i'm going to probably play bregman plus 110 total base props because they're on the road you get yourself the ninth frame But a team like the astros i don't really like to play them at home when they're a heavy favorite because you don't gonna get you're not gonna get the ninth frame and that has to calculate into the formula sorry back to police sack we know the fastball is bad we know bregman is good how about this jordan alvarez everyone get your pen and paper jordan alvarez is very good at Baseball, professional baseball in particular. Yes, of course. Ha, waka, waka, waka. But again, we want to be looking for the underpinning statistics. He is a fantastic fastball hitter, particularly against righties. 81 contact, 74 hard hit. Think about that. 74% of the balls on the way out at 95 miles an hour or greater. 21 barrel, 13 blast. Remember, blast being the ideal subset of barrels. He's a 451 ISO extra base hit rate. 521 expected Woba and 8 Shamalama ding-dongs with the shibbity-bop. Yeah, holy cow. Jordan Alvarez is phenomenal phenomenal I called my MVP I said he was gonna be MVP you could call me on that we have the video in the beginning of the playlist the preseason playlist and if you're a fantasy hat or into just advanced baseball stuff the offseason stuff here was so good oh my god I'm going to put together like a compilation video of just how awesome we did again with this new kind of granular work that not a lot of people are doing so it gave us some different answers I'm not saying no one else thought Jordan was good I was kind of leaning more towards the pitching side but I actually said Austin Riley would get MVP votes I said Pete Alonso was gonna win the MVP well there's two guys are kind of neck and neck a lot of people didn't think either one of them could hit for the average so there we go gold star my big fat nose that's two stacks let's get into the last one it's the boston red Sox, those red laundry from somewhere up in new england going up against chris boobich 545 era for the royals with cheese 1 6 whip 822 ops there's those metrics you normally get after fip sierra and deserved era all north of 5 18 percent k is too low 12 percent walk is way too high you have a 30 percent k rate 12 percent walk is too high 53 first strike he doesn't get ahead 27 o swing he doesn't induce chases and then he has to come in the zone and it's Bad news for Bubic. 46 hard hit, nine and a half barrel, the one and a half home runs per nine explained there. Again, what's at the center of it? A bad fastball. Especially, it's not just about bad fastballs. We're not just we're not just identifying bad fastballs. We're identifying bad fastballs that are being hyper-used, which again, I don't understand the calculus there. If there are any bad professional baseball teams watching this and you'd like to get a little bit better, my phone is on. I probably could turn you around pretty quick with these attack plans that are very 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 poor. They're extremely, <laughs> just, they're extremely poor. I can't believe he's a professional baseball. I really do. It's kind of sad, really. Fifty one percent use on the fastball. I mean, I just don't get it. Five thirteen x log only nineteen percent whiff so just all the metrics just off the page and I think they'd see if you pulled back on the fastball and used it a bit less you might see the contact metrics dip you might see the whiff rate go up keeping people guessing Use a bit more off speed maybe just needs another pitch and if you don't have it then they need another pitcher because it's been really bad so give me Xander Bogertz JD Martinez and Rafael Devers let's do the thing that we do Xander last 50 plate appearances against lefties 429-262-1229 I mean everything you'd want 429-BA-262 yeah, so it was excellent with seven extra base hits in those 50 plate appearances he's doing it so is jd martinez coming off the day off i love the old man off the day of rest 50 plate appearances against lefties 318 318 10 48 with 10 extra base hits a 421 expected wobai was checking out the work against fast left-handed fastballs year-to-date that bowel rate is up over 17 jd martinez going to have himself a day today and then last but not least chris bubich has the reverse split going on left handed. Hitters year-to-date have a 375 batting average, 1176 OPS, and 5 of 12 home runs. That is extremely unusual to see a nearly even home run split for a left-handed pitcher. He's throwing the fastballs to lefties in particular. Again, nuance and context is just coming out of our noses, out of our ears, out of my big fat mouth. Of course, 60% use and 5 of the home runs all on the fastball. So give me Rafael Devers. He's going to go yard, lefty, lefty, attack. Vers lefties year-to-date for Devers. 303 batting average. 202 ISO. 842 home runs. 8... 842 home runs. 842 OPS and 4 home runs. So don't be... You know, don't fear the reaper there. Don't be totally afraid of this crossing split. That's not always how it works. Again, sometimes there is a weakness in a movement profile that matches up with a hitter's strength and I think that's what we're going to see here we're going to see a bad fastball against a excellent fastball hitter and Rafael Devers also probably going to go yardy today so I think that was an absolute clinic, as always. What you can expect every single day. As other kind of shows are falling off, right? They're starting to mail it in because they're doing football well. I'm doing football work as well, and I don't feel like the baseball work, the baseball work might even be getting better as I get better at making these graphics and stuff. Now a lot of them are automated. I'm getting to spend more time on the work that i should be spending it on and not in the production the production value does mean a lot to me right it's not as important as kind of the work itself the math and stuff so that's the first pillar let's dive into the fantasy end sounds like a good time to ask for a like rate review and subscribe to the audio only pod please and uh hopefully your fantasy teams are doing as well as mine are and it's not that i came out of the box. i came out of the box awful lots of injuries and misses i miss like everyone else but if you're sharp and add all year in baseball and know what you're doing, you're going to improve as other teams don't, and that's exactly what I've done. So I'm showing. I was in last place across the board. Now we're in like fifth, sixth, and seventh place across the board. No, more, I don't know if I have any more double-digit teams in leagues that matter, like FAB and Waverly leagues. I don't think I have any more double-digit teams. So let's get into it. We have two lists here. So for the audio-only listeners, I'll just walk you through it. Again, what we do here is we go over – this for the hitter and pitcher side and then we put them together so that's more the action this is more the investigation i show you a bit behind the curtain mention some names again these are not raw lists uh yeah in case you were wondering aaron judge is good at hitting go trade for Aaron judge you know you can't do that so i like to mention names that i think you could either acquire have now have new open opportunities to playing time again i really try and make this five minutes of fantasy worth worth it for you people so all right let's get into it this is blast rate like i mentioned i have access to stats not everyone does and we time sort them so this is the last 45 days minimum 40 plate appearances inside the top 35 blast rate nuance to the nth Keston Hiara, oh, he's back. He just got called up. That's why I made sure to mention if he's going to get run with the Brewers, got to keep an eye on him. We're not adding him yet, but he is a kind of guy where there is a lot of potential there. Don't, because a guy stunk for the beginning of a career, and especially when it hasn't gotten a a solid chance, really, I'm not, don't throw out the baby with the bathwater, especially when he's free. Let's get into Luke Voigt, 17% blast rate. He has the potential to be a league winner down the stretch. You might be able to add... Luke Void, people kind of, oh, he's going to the Nets, he's going to be terrible, you might be able to get with him, Ramon Llorano, Gold Star, we add him everywhere, Trace Thompson, Gold Star, we add him everywhere, he's playing every day for the Dodgers, flash from speed, I think he stole a bag, yesterday, Joey Bart, hitting for power, mm-hmm. love that, a lot of times he's on the waiver wire in 12-team leagues, to Bobby Dalback, where we know he, how great he can be in short stretches, especially if they get like chunks of lefties in there, Dalback plus 12% blast rate, that's nothing to sneeze at, but the K rate is still kind of unpalatable, to Nolan Gorman, looking good. Juan Yepes. I know he's been out, but he is coming back. So, again, a guy that you have to circle because if you can get your hands on double digit blast rate free on the waiver wire before he's back, if you have that spot, you drop a buck or two on him in fab, you're going to get pez if you don't have him already. And he's a guy that can help you down the stretch. To Joey Gallo, again, he, we know he kind of stinks. But with a change of environment, there's always a potential there. And, I mean, it's as good of an analytic team as you can go to. If anyone is going to figure out how to fix you, it's the Trolley Dodgers. Finish up with Nolan Jones. He's been very impressive. We added him early just based on playing time potential track record. And now, look, he kind of stuck. I, I didn't really pay much for him. He was like a $15, $17 waiver ad, fat ad at the time. And, boom, he's paid the bills. He's been very good and with multiple position eligibility. It's been nice to have some flexibility. As we enter the dog days, the second list is inside the top seventy Xwoba. So right off the bat, you should be thinking: if it takes thirty-five names to find ten interesting ones in Blast, but seventy names to find ten interesting ones in Xwoba, then the Xwoba list is is very hard to crack, and it's probably pretty correlative to excellent players, right? So there's like. An idea of how you're going to apply this stuff. We all know XWOBA is a very good stat. If I had to pick one to describe a hitter, that's probably it. People then get into weeds with what's predictive and what's not. I don't know know how to predict the future. I'm not sure anything does. So I'll just worry about what I know it does, which is describe the past. XWOBA incorporates exit velocity, launch angle, and all that kind of good stuff. Although, I do know, people do this whole luck thing with it. I wouldn't go that far. I just think it's descriptive. So let's get into the top seven. The X Christian Arroyo getting run for Boston every day. So all these names, I went and checked myself. They're all playing. Believe it or not, these are all players that are playing, let's say, at least five days a week, maybe even more. I was looking for four or five consecutive days, so let's run it down. Christian Arroyo, Lars Newtbar. Yes, he's playing for St. Louis. Nolan Jones, we mentioned. Nelson Velasquez, outfielder for Chicago, is playing. Nolan Gorman is playing every day for St. Louis. Brandon Rodgers is playing every day for Colorado. He might be a guy... This is interesting. Let's say you were in a league that has trades... And are looking to upgrade somewhere in middle infield. He's a really good target, I think. He's a very good target. Because I think he's a player you can acquire. He's not a player teams are really keeping. If there's like a five or six kind of keeper league. And you'll move him. I know I did. Unfortunately, I had too many injuries to sustain. So I'm, I was supposed to be in a rebuilding year anyway. But I do usually stink into the playoffs. And they make some noise because of all the ads. Well, you got to see my team. It's Drury and Morell. You know, I have all these guys that no one ever heard of before. And now they're good. So if I moved Brendan Lowe, another kind of player. Probably not a keeper. I have a lot of young guys. Al Thomas and O'Neal Cruz, right? I have all the youngsters because I'm rebuilding in the keeper league. So a guy like him, you move and just get anything for him. move up on the draft board. So a guy like Rogers, I really like. Trace Thomas, Aledmus, Diaz, he's certainly a guy. He might even be a waiver. I don't know if people know how good he's been for the Astros, but another one who you could probably trade for cheap. People looking to sell high, but we know there's some quality there. Vinny Pascantino and Hassan Kim, though he had did play after all the trades you definitely have to keep an eye on playing time in san diego they just you know loaded up for bear so i'm not crazy about that move but you know you got to just circle what the board tells you and then look and if you know if the investigation ends there then so what it ends there doesn't mean right it doesn't mean you're throwing away the investigative process because it didn't yield like investigations don't always yield i think that's a problem with youth today all right Round and third, let's go head this one home. Yesterday, we kind of split, right? We hit the money line parlay nice and easy. That was a beauty. I said they could have both been run line scores. They both were. But again, run line plays are very greedy. We missed the double royal play. I hate doubling up on plays. It never seems to work. I don't understand. We missed the Melendez total base prop. We missed the F5. But made up for it later on. I posted four plus money total base props. We hit three of them. So, you know, Rangifo hit for 150. That's so awesome. These total base runs are crazy. Juan Soto, of course, the one that let us down. at 145. I know some people It's a big parlay. I know. I saw them. But what should it do? Here we go. MLBMA first looks presented by Jock Market. Let's get back in black. Everybody, I got another full game parlay. Stop real quick. I... Felt a little bad about doing early stuff yesterday. I know it's a bit of a turn-off and people kind of coming home. So I'm really going to try not to do that. So a day like today, but there's two games at 12, whatever. Forget those. There's three games at 345. Those hit me up on Twitter and social media and all the de- true degenerates. We can work through that. But all this is 7 p.m. stuff. 6.40 is the new 7 p.m. But all that I want it to be late. I really do want everyone to have a chance to play and have fun with this. It's a lot of fun as we do this work to watch it play out on the field. So give me a couple of heavy favorites. We're going to pack them together for better than even money. I like Philly. We mentioned it. I like Houston. We mentioned it. As well, you Noah know, Syndergaard, new acquisition going up against Paolo Espino. I mean, Washington sold off. The offense stinks. Philly's in a good spot. I like Syndergaard. I, I, I just think this one is kind of runaway. I hate to call for blowout. So I'd rather pack them together and not be greedy because we know sometimes you're up two and then the team, you allow the run. You know, it, quick feather, and then I'm going to ask for another like button because this is a very good betting strategy. And it's try and bet on things that the teams care about. Because if not, they'll sacrifice your money, right? And that sucks. What do I mean? Every team plays to win from the, you know, the bat boy up to the general manager. They don't play the cover spreads. So if you find yourself up too late with a man on third and one out, they're going to let that run score. And that's, you know, doesn't necessarily make it a bad cap. So those kind of things really can suck. I've always thought run line plays are a bit greedy. They are been tempting us with these odds. But now if we find that the, uh, run line is minus 140. I'm, I'm not, never, ever going there. So I'd rather pack those for better than even money. I just hope to coast it and whatever. I'll just let it be. So we have a pretty distinct edge on all phases of the game in Philly against Washington. Plus we're home. I really like that a lot. And then, you know, we mentioned Houston on the road in Cleetown. Justin Verlander on the bump against sack Again, we should just have this one pretty easily. Houston's healthy. Looking really good. Everyone is back. You know, the top of the order for Houston. When they're in in order, they're very tough to beat. And when you're in a spot where a pitcher struggles against lefties, you automatically want to be thinking, Jordan Alvarez. Again, this this is almost like intuitive here. So, give me Philly. Give me Houston. Pack them together. And that's the 120 right there so we got a nice plus money parlay and then if you're looking for the audio only people the the suspense must be killing you i'm going for it all i don't know as i was doing my work today i don't know if i was up too late last night or as i was doing this work but i do little notes you know of course right as i'm making my notes i make notes there's a uh, real tip for you people out there look at me just dropping just 80 grade analysis here but my my notes had doing Houston, I said, man, you weren't sitting home run tonight. I had the feelings, said, man, Castellano sitting a home run today. And I did Boston, I said, man, Boston sitting a home run, I'd never sit in a home run tonight. Now, I was looking at the odds, and I used to, I used to, I still run the home run model, but the home run model turned into a total base tracker because they killed the whole total home run prop odds. Oh, i nuts. I will never ever in my life, if I ever post a plus 175 home run, I think that's what Jordan's was, a plus 185, you know I've been kidnapped. Please, Please ignore me. Please make sure my wife and kids are okay. Please, do I ask if I ever post a home run prop at less than plus three hundred? I something happened to me. I've been. ESPN kidnapped me that, you know, they don't want me, you know, taking away their viewership or making people realize how bad their show is. I'm sorry, but listen, the proof to the pudding. If you want, you put me on a stand, I can go at it with anybody you use, Know it, man. I'll take my followers up against those analysis analysts any day. So I'm going with the 50 to 1 bing bong Paul a. I got the homer of Paul a, man. I just, I've been seeing him. I used to run him, we used to hit him all the time, the odds weren't there. So Castellanos had kind of shingod's odds, and Jordan had bad odds. Devers had probably plus 400, so I think that one could rock as, as an individual play. So I might drop a tenth of a unit of point ten, on that bad boy, but I am going for the 50-1 to Jordan, Castellanos, and Devers home run props. We covered them all, you know, Castellanos in an excellent spot looking for the right-handed fastball. That's what we'll be looking for today to take advantage of Espino's fastball. Then Jordan, the same thing. We'll be looking to take advantage of police sacks, fastball, he has been ridiculously good in that manner and then Boston, we're going to look to kind of juke a little bit and go with the lefty-lefty smash where Devers is going to take one of those fastballs, I'm going to go oppo, I'm actually calling it oppo, they should give us double odds for calling it oppo like in pool, but I'm going to call it in a corner pocket, so Devers is, and that's the late game, so that's going to wrap up the 50-1 to 1 parlay and get your emojis ready, give me Philly packed with Houston plus 120 and then give me Jordan, Devers and Castellano to all Homer at fifty to one, and that will do it what a rush man this show is just the bomb i listen back sometimes and i'm like gosh people must think i am so out of my mind it's a truth i probably i imagine usually i mean whatever the question most people get from about me is where did you find this guy and the answer is brooklyn new york baby where else could it be there you go please rate review and subscribe to the audio only pod i hope you're having fun man writes the dog days of summer we're working extremely hard but it's really important to have fun when you do it too and I feel the connection that we have. It's not fake, but right? it's real. and so it's, so it's part of it. So not only do we know that we need, you need to have fun while you're working hard, we've now created a kind of organic, you know, Petri dish where it happens. I mean, I know as the bad leader of this, fun tends to follow me. But when fun, smart people gravitate, it becomes like, remember chemistry class, like the atoms? or so we're like, boop, boop and that would just, this is really crazy and I hear it from content creators themselves, I hear it from companies themselves just really in love with the thing we're doing it's just so much, it's really so much fun because I think the overlap here that Venn diagram of you know, kind of brains and character, you know, and not just you know integrity character but kind of, you know, joking character, it's fun too, right, it's just entertainment it should be entertaining at least I mean, and imagine if we were to cover this as if we were on public radio nobody would want to hear that stuff it's not any fun it's not fun for me i wouldn't be able to make it through six months of this i don't think speaking that slow i'd be able to get all the information it shall be eight hours long yo speaking of which we're up against it download the jack market app use the promo code mmn get up in there we're gonna be running those stacks tonight you bet your bottom dollar but also don't forget if we identify a handed split, you can run those hitters in jock market, depending on the price. I usually cap everybody at 555. Maybe a guy like Jordan is a exception because you know, he could hit seven home runs tonight. So that'll do it for everybody here at the Mayo Media Net, the lovely ladies and gentlemen here that care about you so very, very much. I'm bringing you the very best baseball content all the web, y'all. Rate, review, subscribe uh, for the 27th time. Oh, give me a cartoon finger maybe give me two enjoy the games enjoy your day when we're done with the book enjoy that pay homie remember when you work this hard it feels a lot less like luck i catch you on the flip side yo peace